said life is easy, but I believe by giving yourself permission, you will find you have more control over your life than you realize. I'm Julie. I hope you will join me by taking responsibility for yourself by only controlling the things you can and letting go of the things that you can't. By doing this, you will have discovered the secret to having happy, healthy, and more fulfilling relationships. This is Nearest and Dearest Podcast. I'm Julie Rogers, and you are listening to Episode 12, Respect, Where Is It? Remember when your parents and even your school teachers would tell you, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Where is the line that stops people from using freedom of speech to feel they have the right to say whatever they want. If those words are used, whether they are spoken aloud or put on paper, can hurt another person. This offense is part of the bigger problem, no respect. Even Aretha Franklin had to set the record straight with her song, Respect. She was demanding respect from her mister proclaiming, all I'm asking is for a little respect when you come home, just a little. And at the end of her song, she says, or you might walk in and find out I'm gone. I just gotta have a little respect. Comedian Rodney Dangerfield used his I get no respect phrase as the center of his public image. I was curious about how he came up with that famous tagline, so I did a little research. He grew up poor with a mother, sister, and a father who abandoned them after Rodney was born. According to his widow, he grew up unloved and unwanted. Historian Carl Bellinas said the whole no respect theme came from his environment. It was Dangerfield's way of saying, no one liked me. Fellow comedian Jack Benny told Rodney that his no respect thing was the soul of everybody. He said everybody can identify with it. Everyone gets cut off in traffic, gets stood up by a girl, kids are rude to them, whatever. He says every day something happens where people feel they didn't get respect. Despite Dangerfield's difficult childhood, by the time he died in 2004, he gained the respect he deserved with a long-standing career in comedy. I recently asked some family and friends about the subject of respect. Children learn about respect first from their parents. I taught my children to respect their elders, teachers, adults, friends, and each other. It's the basic foundation in guiding our children to recognize 
how their actions or words can affect their own behavior and also affect others. If a parent isn't showing respect towards their child or children, for example, a father making offensive remarks to his daughter about her appearance or her intelligence, but expects his son to be respectful to women, the son has mixed messages that clearly show the father is not showing respect to his own daughter. If that behavior goes on without the mother correcting the father, and now the son mimics his father's remarks to his sister, the damage will continue on to the daughter and possibly other women later in life. My son Sean says, respect is earned, not given. He believes that no matter who someone is, it doesn't mean they deserve respect automatically. They have to earn that through their actions, how they live, etc. But here's another shared view about respect is a lack of respect towards our elders or seniors. This is a memory she witnessed when she was younger. She was in line at a grocery store and an elderly woman was digging into her change purse to pay for her groceries. The woman was taking some time. She noticed the cashier was rolling her eyes. And when the woman was gone, and she was checking out, the cashier apologized for the woman holding her up. She couldn't resist and said to the cashier, we're all getting old someday. I hope you get more respect. She continued to share with me that now, as a senior herself, most times that a younger person has to deal with her, she feels invisible. She says, they usually don't talk to me or smile at me. I can't believe it's so difficult to just be friendly. I have hearing loss and often have to ask for a repeat. And that's when the person actually yells. I have also opened a door to enter or exit and had a younger person go through the door and never even looking at me or saying, thank you. How sad is it to hear about these shared moments? I agree with her. It shouldn't be difficult to just be friendly. It does make a difference to share a smile and a thank you. I often wonder if the younger generation realizes how their lack of acknowledgement or indifference affects how a senior feels. We all are worthy and deserve mutual respect. It is a two-way street. 
When I watch the news or engage in a conversation, I search for mutual respect. Everyone has an opinion, a belief system, an outlook on what we each value in our lives. It shocks me when I see blatant disrespect. People are more concerned with their own religious views, political views, that they won't even take a moment and listen to someone else's view and perhaps begin to understand where that viewpoint is coming from and either agree to disagree or maybe even change their point of view. Every day is a new chance to understand, to learn from, to compromise, to do better. It shouldn't be about I'm right and you're wrong. Somehow our society, our culture is fixated on either far right or far left. We need to get back to middle ground. The middle is where you can find an equal balance. We need to listen more, to earn more respect, show more love over hate. Our children, grandchildren, and our future civilized society and culture depend on how we are treating each other today, tomorrow, and into the future. The views and opinions expressed by Neris and Dares podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Nearest and Dearest podcast. Any content provided by Julie Rogers or any other authors are of their opinion. They are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.